Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Misunderstood, aka Ms. Nobody. First, I want to tell everybody happy holidays. It's the day before Thanksgiving. So, have a little patience with me on this podcast. If you hear any background noise, it's because I'm in the kitchen doing my thing. But, um, I do my podcast as I think of them. I don't rewrite them. I don't pre-write them. I mean, I don't pre-write them. They're not something that is, that is um, you know, planned or scheduled out. I just do them as they come to me. So I was just in here prepping my kitchen for Thanksgiving, um, to prepare my Thanksgiving dinner, as I do every year. And as my podcast topics normally do, um something just popped into my head. They just popped into my head. So, the one that popped into my head today is of course, naturally, what usually all my podcasts are centered around and that's God. Um, God and his ways. So, what I was just thinking of Two minutes ago, before I started recording, I said, what is the difference between being forsaken by God and a test? You know how they always say when people feel like they've been forsaken by God, what do they normally tell you? Oh, he's just testing you. He's just testing you. So what is the difference between being forsaken by God and being tested by God. If you think about it, there is no difference, right? It's just what we call it to, this is what, uh, actually let me revert that. This is what God's defense team calls it. Because either there's no such thing as being forsaken by God because everything that we feel like we've been forsaken by God on when you talk to somebody about it, what are they taking? He's just testing you. He's just testing you. So, can you really be forsaken by God? My answer is yes. What does it mean to be forsaken by God? Usually when people say that, they mean God has left me hanging. God has let me down. He forgot about me. He let me down. He... Um, you know, allowed me to get played. He didn't come through for me. However you want to word it, it all falls under the umbrella of being forsaken by God, right? So, with that being said, let's talk about the contradictory excuses people make for God. Because I think that they are very contradictory. Let's start from the beginning. Your life is in a place where you feel like it's completely failed. Things are not going well. Things are not working out for you. Things are, you know, you feel like you feel a little abandoned by God, right? And you say, God has forsaken me. Why has God forsaken me? <sighs> Here comes some devout Christian that says, no, he hasn't forsaken you, baby. He's just testing you. It's about your testimony. Well... What 
part of my testimony involves being completely left the fuck out, left hanging by God. You ask God for help with something or to do something for you or to help you do something. I won't even say to do something for you because I don't do shit for you. He allows you to be able to do it, right? Really? I mean, these are the days of the Bible no more. You know, we're actually, God is actually physically coming down to raise the dead or make the blind see or heal the sick and shit like that. That, for some reason, just don't happen no fucking more. Not in these goddamn days. And I really question if they really happened back in the day, too. But nevertheless, we'll get into that part later. But you ask God for help for something. And you get either no answer or you don't get what it is that you were asking for or what it is you were in need of. And it's like, God, why have you forsaken me? And they tell you, he hasn't forsaken you. He's just testing you. <clears throat> Which I think is a load of shit because we only test things that we are trying to find out what the result is going to be, right? The teacher tests you in school to see what you've learned, to see how much you've been paying attention. Supposedly, God already knows these things. So, if you know, excuse me, if you know what we're capable of or what we are going to do, what the fuck are you testing? Well, you know, everybody has a different way of looking at things, but I personally believe that either God is going to help you. Or it's not. And if he don't help you, I would call that forsaking you. Why would you not help someone who is in need of help, who probably deserves the help, and you're able to help them? Why would you not help them? Why would you allow them to suffer, especially when they don't deserve to suffer? Now, that doesn't apply to everybody, right? I mean, there are some people out there who, who, um, there are some people out there who, you know, cause themselves to suffer, cause all kind of hardship on themselves, and then blame everybody else and their mama for it. You know, we all know those type of people, right? And then there are some people who don't cause themselves hardships, who don't deserve to suffer, who don't deserve to be in the place that they're in. <clears throat> they just suffer unnecessarily. I would say that's forsaking somebody. I felt forsaken by God. I feel forsaken by God. And have been feel like been feeling like this for years now. I feel like when you're trying your hardest, your best, you're really giving it your all, and you still fail, they say, if you fail, just keep trying. I think that's a ploy for God because 
you know, after a while, everybody wants to see the result of something, right? I mean, yeah, you, 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 you know, not everything may work out the first time. I get that. But, um, you know, after a while, you know, when you get to the hundredth time, you start to have a, you know, you start to lose a little bit of your faith because you're like, this shit ain't fucking working out. <laughs> right? That's what I call forsaken. Because there are some people, and if you don't believe me, ask around. There are some people that God tests their entire fucking life. And though they say, you know, we don't always know why God does what he does. And we're not supposed to ask. But fucking I ask any fucking way. I don't give a fuck at this point. Because I think I have a right to fucking ask. I think I have a right to fucking know. You know, people always talk about how short life is. And life is too short for this. Life is too short for that. Life is also too short to be put fucking on hold. Unnecessarily, if you ask me, and um, but God will do it to you damn near every fucking time, depending on who you are. He doesn't do it to everybody, but when you're that person that He does it to, you take it a little personal, you take it a little fucking personal, and um, it gets a little hard to deal with sometimes, it really fucking does. Sometimes, you know, God can completely break you. I mean, really, he can. He will completely break your ass. And if you give up because you've been tested for so long, then you're wrong for that shit, too. But after a while, you can't help but to think, well, mother, is this shit ever go fucking work out? Is it ever going to be okay? Before I die, or before I'm too old to fucking enjoy it, is it ever going to be a time where I can enjoy the fruits of my fucking labor? And I guess that also depends on how much you, how hard you try and how long you've been trying. I, mean, I know there's, they said there's no, um, what do you call it, there's no limit to how long, but you know, as you know, if you know like I do, you know God can stretch some shit out. For a long ass motherfucking time. And it makes me wonder. Does God enjoy seeing people suffer? They say, you know, Christians will be the first ones to jump up. No, that's not true. He doesn't. But if you look at the fucking pattern of life, would you really agree? I wouldn't. Some people make excuses for their suffering. And that's okay. I mean, you know, to each his own. But for me, you know, after a certain amount of time, you want to be able to see something come of it. Who wants to work hard for so fucking long and just not see shit? That's like working your ass off for a paycheck that you just never fucking get. But they tell you, keep working, keep keep working, keep working. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And you start to ask after a while, is it? Is it coming? Sorry, that's my dog in the background who didn't decide to start making noise until now. But yeah, after a while, you start to wonder, you know, is my paycheck coming? I kind of need it, you know, 
It's kind of hard to get to work with no paycheck. It's kind of hard to work with no motivation. It's kind of hard to work when everything seems like it's fucking falling and fucking apart right in front of you. But your job is to keep going. So you keep going. Hoping that every fucking day that passes will be the day that it all turns the fuck around. But I'm here to tell you, we ain't Jesus. If you know the Bible, like, and I don't know the Bible inside and out, but I was raised in the church, went to private school all my life or whatever the fuck that's worth. Um, if you know the Bible, if you've been taught anything about the Bible, you know that, you know, when, when, um, when God put Jesus through what he put Jesus through, he um, told him, you're going to go through some fucked up shit. It's going to be bad. It's going to be hard. They even go kill you. But after three days, after they kill you, I got something good for you. You coming back with all power in your hands. You coming back, basically, the man. Top dog. Unstoppable. I would say that's a pretty good motherfucking, uh, you know, incentive to give somebody if you go put them through some shit, right? That's a pretty good incentive. It may not have changed the feeling, of the extent of the pain that he experienced enough shit like that. It may not have changed that. But it is something to look forward to. It is nice to know that, hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, after I go through all this bullshit, my reward is coming. My reward will be there. We don't have that goddamn incentive. There is nowhere stated, nowhere in the Bible and nowhere at all that states that we will ever be compensated, if you want to use the simple word, for our suffering. Whatever suffering we go through in life. There is no promise other than being put six foot under or into a fucking or into a fucking incinerator that we will be that our suffering will fucking pay off. There are some people who go through life who suffer all their fucking life. How do you explain that shit? How are you supposed to look at that shit? To me, honestly, it's kind of scary. <laughs> honestly, on some real shit. It's kind of scary because you want to think that, you know, everybody wants to live a good life somehow, some way, at some point. And especially when you suffer, and I'm not talking about people who sit on their ass and suffer. I'm talking about people who are actually out here doing what they're supposed to do and trying to make it fucking happen and suffer. It is nice to know that, hey, you know, it, it, it'll pay off or it did pay off or, you know, I saw the fruits of my labor. It, that's a pretty good feeling. But it's not promised and not guaranteed at all. So it gets a little disheartening and discouraging when you go through so much suffering in your fucking life and you don't know if it'll ever fucking pay off. You start to wonder after a while, what the fuck is going on? Is it, is, is it, will it, is this ever going to pan out, pay off? Is it ever going to get fucking better? 
But you're not allowed to be you're not allowed to be discouraged, right? For whatever fucking reason. We're not allowed to be discouraged because if you're discouraged, that means you don't have faith in God. But how many people here and gone, here and in the past, have had faith in God that things would get better and it didn't? How many people really hope and have faith that things will pan out for the best and it just didn't? And the cold part is, the, the even worse part is, you don't fucking find that shit out until, until the end. <laughs> If it works out, cool. And if it don't work out, I guess it didn't work out. And we're supposed to be okay with that. Not that there's nothing we can do about it. But it doesn't do anything to encourage me to have faith in God. Especially when shit is going batshit crazy. And it doesn't look like there's a light at the end of the fucking tunnel. No matter how bad you want that fucking light to be there. Or no matter how hard you work. For that light to be there. It doesn't help at all. So what do we do? What do we do? How do we deal with it? We deal with it the best way we fucking can. We try to stay encouraged. Regardless of... The situation, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what we feel, we try to stay encouraged. And staying encouraged is not an easy thing. And I know I don't have to tell you that, but staying encouraged is, 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 is um, you know, quite difficult sometimes, especially when things look like they're going so far down that you pretty much don't know which way is up. I just think it's unfair. For us as people, especially people who are actually fucking trying. And they make it seem like, oh, if you have the faith of a mustard seed or if you keep trying and don't give up, God will free. God will be there. God will be there. That's a carrot. That's what I call a carrot. It's a fucking carrot. And if you don't know what a carrot is and you're old enough to remember the cartoon, remember the cartoon for those of you guys who used to watch, I think it was Acme, the cowboy who's riding through the West, the desert, wherever the fuck he's riding through. He's on his horse with his cowboy hat. Um, up over his face. He's laying back on the horse sleep. He's got a fishing line. Um, uh, st strapped somehow, you know, for fishing line hanging in front of him. And in front of the, from the, from the fishing line, there's a carrot hanging directly in front of the horse. And the horse has on blinders. So all this horse sees is this carrot that he's walking towards. <coughs> but, what's, but, but what's really happening is the horse is not walking towards the carrot. The carrot is what's keeping the horse moving forward because the horse continuously takes every step thinking that I'm walking towards this fucking carrot. Therefore, the cowboy is able to lay down and sleep while the horse continues to go forward. God is that carrot. He is that carrot. He is what we use to keep going forward for some of us. 
you know, they never show the end of the fucking cartoon where he gets to where he's supposed to go and gives the character a horse. No. But the thing is, the, 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 the moral of the story is that this carrot, which is God for some of us, that is put in front of us, keeps us moving forward. It's not to say you'll ever get that fucking carrot, but it does keep you moving forward. And for me, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, um, satisfied with just moving forward. I want to know that at some point in my life, I'm going to be able to get that carrot. Whatever that carrot may be. Everybody's carrot is different, you know. Everybody's character different. Some people is success. Some people is money. Some people is love. Some people is whatever the fuck it may be for you that keeps you moving forward or that you're working towards or that you're looking for, you're longing for. But not knowing if you'll ever really get that carrot is the discouraging part. It's the part that makes me look at religion, spirituality, God so fucking differently because along the way, along the way through life, we have all these wants and these hopes and these dreams and these aspirations. Some of us reach it. Some of us do. But I think everybody, if you work for it, you deserve to actually be rewarded. But that ain't how life fucking works. And because there's no guarantee that you will ever fucking get your prize, your carrot. It makes me question what the fuck the point is as far as keeping hope alive, I guess you could say. Oh, don't give up. Don't give up. God's got you. God's got you. Well, you don't find out whether he got you or not until either the day you die or until it happens. And only one of them is guaranteed. And a damn show ain't the day it happens. I don't mean to sound like a fucking draft on God, but the truth is the truth. And it makes it scary. It makes it frustrating. No, God don't have a telephone line, you know. You know, that's that song, Jesus is on the main line, tell him what you want. Bullshit. Bullshit. You know, some people can say, oh yeah, he is, because you know, whatever I asked for, he got, he did for me. Some people can say that, but why is it not the same for every fucking body? There's a lot of people out here working hard, working hard, giving it they all, and they get the motherfucking place, not know whether where they really need to be or, or should be. And it's not their fault. We can only do as much as we can do. The rest is up to God, right? But people try to always make it seem like, oh, yeah, well, God this and God that. But, you know, well, won't he do it? Will he? Because there are some people who can tell a very different story. There really are. And, and, and it's sad because I think everybody deserves a fucking chance. Everybody deserves to be fucking happy. And what's so mandatory? Why is it so mandatory that we must fucking suffer? Especially as long if you suffer, you know, suffering comes along with life. But for some of us, that's all life is about. It's just suffering. And who gets the fucking, who gets the, um, who gets the fucking, um, 
the laugh at the end. It's God because we die. God don't. And we can't, we can't call up to heaven and ask God, why are you doing this? How long is this for the last? Or is that ever going to pay off worth it? We don't get to ask those fucking questions. I mean, we can ask them. And the answer is not guaranteed at all. <laughs> at all. And nine and a half times out of ten, you ain't going to get no fucking answer. That's why I, I think about Bible stories sometimes where God was physically talking to people. I'm like, how the fuck did they get so goddamn lucky? And why the fuck is he so silent now? I think if, if nothing, if anything else, more than ever right now, we are in desperate need of an answer from God. A desperate fucking need of it. But he ain't, you know. And then we try to, you know, Christians especially, they love to try to make, oh, see, God answered your prayers. He answered your question. He answered the, it, no, it, something just, it just happened. What, whatever it was just happened. And we take it as an answer from God. Sometimes I guess you could say you could, you know, hit the head, hit the nail on the head. But but for the most part, like I said, in my opinion, God gets a lot of credit for shit that he don't fucking deserve. Because anything that happens good, oh, God, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Jesus is good. Blah, blah, blah. But maybe it was just something that was going to happen anyway. Maybe it was just some shit that was going to happen any fucking way. I don't, I don't know. It just bothers me, though. Because it's discouraging. It's very discouraging. It's very discouraging. And sometimes it's so discouraging that you really don't know which way fucking to go. You don't know what the fuck to do. You don't know, I mean, and you try to keep your head up, you try to keep your head in the right place, but it's hard to keep your head in the right place when every fucking thing is falling the fuck apart on your ass. Every fucking thing. It's hard. How about just something that I was pondering on that I just wanted to share? Maybe there's somebody out there that can relate to what I'm saying. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But... My podcasts are simply meant to bring light to the darker side of life. And I don't mean dark as in, I mean dark as in there are things that we all think about internally that we don't really bring to the forefront. There are things that we struggle with every single fucking day that we do not necessarily bring to the forefront of life for whatever fucking reason. Maybe because we are afraid of the response or we don't know who to talk to or there's no one to talk to. There are all kinds of different fucking reasons. My podcasts are just simply meant to bring the light to the darker side of fucking life. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys just listening. Please remember to tell your friends about it. Pass along the link. Let people know about it. If you have any feedback, if you'd like to hear, I'd love to hear it, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I can be reached at my personal email, W-Y-L-D-C-H. Y-Y-L-D-7-7 at gmail.com. That's W-Y-L-D-C-H-Y-Y-L-D-7-7 at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Happy holidays. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Please be safe and enjoy it with your family. Cherish your family if you have it. Cherish those around you who love you, who you love. If you have people that are in your life, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Love one another. Peace out.